Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, live. Yes, I've made it. I'm up here at the mothership in the 1360 studios, uh, staring across, uh, seeing my tag team partner live in person, Jason Walker. And I got to tell you, uh, it's a proud day for me. And, and I'll tell you why. Because normally when I come up here, uh, the, how the studio is set up uh, here at the 1360 uh, Studios, which, by the way, looks fantastic. But one chair, you look through the glass and you see Jack, our producer, up here. Uh, the other chair, you have your back to, to Jack. Well, you know, I'm the big deal. I'm the big cheese. So I'm the guy that stares through the glass and sees Jack. Uh, Jason let me know this morning, uh, by the way, uh, there's a blue chair and there's a red chair. And just so you know how it goes now, uh, you're in the blue chair. So I, I have my back uh, to Jack, and, and it's a proud day for me, Jason. Just tell me my place. Just tell me where to go. That's, it's only just for production value. I got to uh, communicate with Jack during the show, so that yeah, way. Jason was giving hand signals, and I'm not talking about the finger. I don't know what they were. You know, all kinds of stuff going on. Got to make sure it's right. Got to make sure it's right. Well, I, I'm just happy to be here. Let's, I'm going to be here uh, today. All the way through Thursday, I'm going to fly out uh, late Thursday night, try to beat uh, the weekend traffic. I don't know if there's such a thing as that. but uh, Memorial Day, right? Yeah, and plus it's uh, I'll be married 23 years uh, this weekend. So it's kind of important that, that I get back there. Uh, it was uneventful, so that was a good thing. Uh, I didn't have any problems. Uh, the flight was on time. Uh, obviously, it landed. Uh, got got in the car and and, and uh, everything's got settled here last night. Happy to be here. You guys want to stop in and say hello? I'm always here for you. We're going to be doing a lot of things. We got a well, it's a full schedule this week uh, of things that uh, we, we're 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 working on and needing to get done. But uh, it's always good to be back here. I, I like when Joe's here. It seems like everything moves a little quicker when Joe's here. <laughs> Everybody's, hey, you know what? We got to get more done, and we're already getting done. That's yeah, nice. there you go. That's right. The, the sense of urgency picks up right when the big boss man uh, is in town. Listen, we got a great show lined up for you. Uh, gold's rallying again. Uh, silver is up as well. Uh, the Dow. This is. I hate it when I see it. Because uh, every every and, and it's going to happen every few three four days you'll get an update. That's just your four hundred one k money going into the market, so it can be wiped away later in the week. Uh, not a lot of economic data today, which is when this is when you're going to see these rallies in Wall Street when there's not a lot of economic data. The problem is the rest of the week, plenty of economic data, a lot more sides. This thing, listen. Uh, I, I said it from the beginning. There's no easy way out of this. There's no soft landing. There's none of that stuff. Those are the facts. Now I know. Listen, I don't want. I want a soft landing. When I fall down, I want to land softly. Here's the problem. This thing was. Uh, it's old now. This debt bubble is old and frail and falling apart to the point it's so bad. That they can't create any more debt. They're like, oh, we, we got to take debt away. 
Uh, I, I liken it to, you know, your great-grandmother. When, when, when they fall down, you know, off a step or, or what have you, they break their hip. Right. This is what's getting ready to happen to the U.S. economy. We're getting ready for that hip to break and, and a bunch of signs over the weekend. Amazon. Hey, uh, mm, we bought way too much warehouse space. They're looking to sell between 10 and 30 million square feet of retail. They just said, uh, yeah, we, we just got too much. Walmart. Um, we may have hired too many people. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. We may have hired too many people. And I, and again, I've been warning about this. It happens very, how do you go bankrupt? I say it all the time. Well, it's gradually. It's slowly at first. That's where we were going through all that BS, transitory BS last year. It was actually starting to fall apart. And, and I remember Jason, he probably said it at least once a week. If you look under, as Wall Street kept hitting, new all-time high, new all-time high. Jason's like, it's actually crashing right now. Yeah. Uh, and how many stocks were falling and all of these things. And so it was gradual. We're getting ready for the sudden. When you add, in, you add inflation into a market that goes stale, uh, you know, it's just a different way of looking at a market. We, we 80s, you know, the '87 crash, the '01 crash, the uh, housing crash. All these didn't have uh, 20% inflation going on, Joe. So uh, it was happening last year, and it's the. Uh, I think uh, transitory, Joe. I think that was to get people to not look at the inflation that was happening in 2021. I mean, that, it was there already, and, and uh, it was being ignored, and now it's really bad. Well, and again, you're right. So we got the subprime people have stopped paying, right? The amount of debt now 60 days delinquent, uh, continues to grow. And now both, Am- by the way, Amazon and Walmart both the same, said the same thing about hiring as well. Amazon, we've got too many people. Yeah, that's the first time I've, I, I've heard the overhiring. That's a, that's a bad thing. Man. Right. And, and, and again, uh, they're also saying, here's the other bad part. Not only did they, do they have too many people, they say. They're also saying we got too much stuff. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Apparently, it's not the right stuff, right? They needed baby formula. Instead, they ended up with too many blankets. Hate the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 I, I I'm going to make another one of these crazy predictions. Why do I have this horrible feeling that by the end of the summer, all of these places that uh, allegedly can't find help aren't going to have that problem anymore? Uh, we're getting ready, and, the, and again, I'm building this. I'm, it, it's like a, like a seven-layered cake, right? We keep building the foundation and building the foundation and building the foundation as to why it is. Because you know you need to get ready now. It's all, You're already missing it. Gold's on sale. Silver's on sale. And what is it on sale? Wall Street's not on sale. But it's down 20%. It's not on sale sale not even close to being on sale 
we'd be lucky if it only falls another 20%. And, and you know, I use that analogy. We're going to get ready to fall and break our hip. I'm hoping that it's just the hip. Right? But as a lot of you know, when they're, they're the people that, you know, you're in your 80s, you're in your 90s, that broken hip, for a lot of people, that's it. We don't walk again. Right? And, and, and that's, that's kind of, you know, we're, we're, do I see this lost decade uh, for America? Yes. Because, like Jason said, when you go back and you look at all these other things, take the, even the financial crisis, $10 trillion was the national debt. The Fed's balance sheet wasn't even a trillion. It's at nine. Trillion, right? That's that's at like thirty-one trillion. It wasn't even really ten trillion either, right? I'm, 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 I'm giving them the best case, you know. <laughs> making, I'm, I'm making them seem, but we don't have another debt card to play because, and again, this was always what the textbook said. They just wanted to believe that somehow they had built this better mouse trap, where they could uh, the law, like the laws of gravity, would no longer apply with this new mouse trap. When you make too much of anything, I don't care if it's apples, right? I don't care if it's cars, I don't, cell phones. If you make too much of something. What happens to the price? What happens to the value? Right? We think think about Barrett Jackson, all you classic car got nuts out there. Right? Oh look at it was a nineteen seventy one Hemi Barracuda. Well, I got one of those. Yeah, but you don't have that one. Right? <laughs> you you got the one right. that they mass produced. But that one at Barrett Jackson, right? Hey, we only made a couple of these, right? We only made a hundred of those or a thousand of those, and most of those are gone, right? That's the limited edition. It's the this and that that gives it the value. All the right, ah, yeah, you got a Barracuda. Congratulations! You know how many guys own Corvettes that are for that are seven thousand dollar Corvettes? Lots of them. Lots of them. Right, they don't have the ones that are on the Barrett Jackson. This is the problem with the dollar. This is the problem with the debt. See, because all the textbooks said, "Hey, listen, be careful, banker." That's why this is why our founding father says, "Don't leave the bankers in charge because they can't help themselves." They talk about and they say it over and over. How many times have we heard in the last decade and a half about how many tools they have at the Fed? Oh yeah. Oh, we got so many tools. You know, don't worry. We'll just use some of our tools. Really, they they only have one tool. Increase debt. Yep. That's their tool. Make money. Increase debt. Make Create money out of nothing. Debt. Why do you think, do you know why they took us off the gold standard in 1933? Now think about this for a minute. See, the real reason was, they had bankers behaving badly. Why the the crash of thirty? You know the Roaring Twenties. Think about the Roaring Twenties. Uh, that was called bad banking practices yep. that the Federal Reserve allowed. 
Okay? Now, I, they make it sound glorious in your tech. Oh, the roaring 20s, everything was great. But no. You just had bankers overstimulating everybody. The, the Fed came in in 1913 to fix the 08 or the 07 crash. And people don't re- people don't remember this. the Knickerbocker crisis. There was a there was a nineteen twenty crash. People don't real they don't remember seven years into the Fed and the markets were weak and then yes and then suddenly there were way more dollars and there were ounces of gold by nineteen twenty nine and that was exactly how it real and, and and again that's not what you learned in your history books but that's really what happened and so what they got mad about in the depression is people had lost faith. In, in Wall Street. And the Fed was like, hey, we need to create even more money to fix it. So think about this. There was a, a crash early in the 20s. They fixed it by overstimulating more money. There comes another outlet. That's right. Well, we need to create. Every time there's a problem, their solution is what? Print more money. 1987, print more money. The dot-com bubble. Print more money. Isn't it kind of funny, dot-com bubble, uh, then 9-11 mysteriously happens so they can print more money. I'm just throwing that out there. There's always an emergency attached to the next crash. The the financial crisis. Print more money. Of course, at the same time, not only did they print more money, we, we you know that was when uh, we started spending trillions of dollars in Afghanistan, right? Print more money. Well, it's funny before the uh, the housing bu- bubble burst, uh, you know, people don't remember this quite as well, but the uh, you know, Bush had the surge right before he ended the his surge, office. Yeah, the surge, the surge, and then the crash. <laughs> this time, though, guess what? We can't do the print more money because the inflation is so rampant. And and I'm telling you that the signs are so significant. Right as I'm telling you, Walmart and Amazon both saying, we got a problem. Amazon's got the double problem. We got too much warehouse space. We've got too many employees. Walmart admitted that uh, they went weeks of overstaffing and the the result is now they have too many employees. That's not good. You know, I was going to make a comment about that because because Target had those really bad numbers. Remember that? And I think Target went the other way. I think they downsized and shrunk. And Walmart was trying to scoop up everything they could. You know, they need you know there was a lack of employment. So let's go get everything we can get. And now look, it's gone both. It's gone bad both ways. Target downsized and doing bad. Now now Walmart's. Grabbed up all the employment, and now it looks like that's not working either. It's like there is nowhere to go. And then at the same time, the crop food crisis continues to get oh, yeah. worse over the weekend. I, I can't tell you how many different articles were out here. This is here at home. Uh, we've had terrible weather, uh, especially in the in the northwest flooding and the it's too wet they can't get their crops in in the midwest uh the same thing plus let's not forget we're in this horrible drought so some places got way too much the other place has nowhere near enough and it's going to be devastating there's their warning that food prices which are already outrageous we're going to see another massive leg higher uh, when it comes to food prices, uh, wheat 
being a another major major problem and uh on top of that now the farmers are saying we're paying 563 a gallon for diesel 900 to a thousand dollars a ton for fertilizer and they're just saying listen the math just doesn't work farmers are just saying you know what i'm just gonna leave the field empty europe is saying they have 10 weeks of wheat storage and they're done which puts us into about August, Joe. August, September, you know, October, the you were talking about. Their, right. their, their wheat storage, from what I saw, 10 weeks and they're out. And again, where's, where's the, where's the administrator? This is why I told you, we've got a clown running the country right now. We should have already have done it. We should have been drill, drill, drill. We should have been out there, uh, subsidizing the, we're going to give 40 more billion dollars to Ukraine. Saw that. Forty more billion on top of the billions that we've already got on this banker proxy war. And instead of we should have been getting this fertilizers to the to the farmers, we should have been subsidizing their diesel prices. We've got a huge problem coming. And I, I'm not kidding. People don't get it. Not the people that are, uh, you know, too busy with Nobody the listen and <laughs> you don't get it. Take my word for it. You haven't seen Expensive prices yet. Right. I told you, you said it last week. I told you so. <laughs> That's what you're going to be saying that a lot. You know, I'm giving myself another self high five for me. There you go. <laughs> Pat myself on the back. And in Europe and, and what's going on, you know, uh, India was the last week, India just stopped exporting wheat. So then, okay, well, now there's only 10 weeks of storage everywhere else. Well, I, I guess India's exporting a wheat. When, when you viral. have four of the top 10 weeks wheat exporters in the world saying we're not exporting, that's a problem. Yep. Now you got our farmers coming out and saying, we got a problem. Listen, here's the thing about farmers. You know what? Farmers are really good at math. They're really good at math. I know you wouldn't think so. They're a farmer. Now you better be good at math if you're going to be a farmer. They know exactly what it costs for every acre. They know exactly what it costs them for every bushel they produce. And they're sitting there doing math. And guess what the math says? The math says, well, man, unless I get triple what they're paying now, I ain't going to have a farm much longer. So guess what, Jason? Get ready for triple. I saw another chart that was kind of scary over the weekend, Joe, and it's about uh, energy, energy usage. And uh, the three big ones, gas, coal, and oil. And it shows you over the, the decades, over the last few decades leading up to, to now, the actual usage of all of these these energies have actually even, you know, even nuclear, it's all gone up. Here's the, here's the uh, you see the percentage of oil or gas going down, or you see the percentages going down as far as what's being used, but the amount of coal being used has increased. The amount of gas being used has increased. Uh, the, 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 the amount of oil, has, it's all increasing. The usage is increasing. increasing. So... Shutting down all of these ways of producing more has created the shortages we see, Joe. They can produce more. They're choosing not to. And in some cases, they can't. You, you know, and, it, and it's so funny. Because if the, if the American farmer was a banker, right, if the uh, American energy guy was a banker, believe me, they'd be getting money. Right, it's some secret program that we don't know about, but no. 
and, and it's leading us into this. And again, I said it before, every textbook ever written, when you create too much debt, when you create too many dollars, this is why every fiat currency ever has gone to zero. Do you understand? Why aren't you, why are Americans so uh, ignorant? I was going to say the S word. I'm not, why are we so ignorant? You know, the Russians know about money going to zero. The Germans know about money going to zero. The Greeks know about money going to zero. Argentina knows about money going to zero. Guess what, America? You're going to learn it. I was hoping, I'm not going to lie, I was hoping that it would miss me, that it would be Joey and James's problem to deal with, right? That, hey, by the time our money goes to zero, hopefully I'll be gone. Uh -uh. Well, unless something unexpected happens, it's happening in this lifetime. Matter of fact, I think it's happening this decade. The dollar goes to zero. Down goes Frazier and the dollar. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two golds up a ten spot here. Uh, Eighteen fifty one silver twenty one ninety three. Uh, the Dow, yeah, big day again. Look for these non day to days and uh, your four hundred one k money getting put to use. Uh, the Dow's up six hundred points. I don't know. I guess they missed the part where uh, the clown that's running the country uh, blurted out that the United States uh, would respond militarily if China invaded Taiwan. I saw that. Did you see that? I saw that, and uh, the day is young. I mean, does, you know, we could lose that 600 just as fast as we got it. <laughs> well, you know, the funny part is, is immediately afterwards, the White House was like, no, 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 he didn't mean that. No, he missed no. Right, and again, somebody wrote that for him. Though he doesn't come up that way on his own, Joe. Who, I don't believe that. Who, who says things like this? Right, and 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 these this escalation. We've seen this ridiculous escalation uh, that already. Listen, inflation was already coming. It was already happening. But now I guess they just want to be able to say, oh, it's right. Everything's Russia's fault and all this. It's, it's pure and utter nonsense. But this is, this is how uh, bad it is. Remember when I kept comparing the Biden J. Powell regime as the Jimmy Carter Arthur Burns regime? I mean, it's really scary how similar, uh, they are. Right, think about Jay Powell in, in his transitory thing. Right? He knew it wasn't transitory. Listen, if I know it wasn't, believe me he knew. Okay? There's no there's no debate on who's smarter. Is double J smarter than Jay Powell? The answer is no. No, he is a much smarter man than I am. Is Janet Yellen dumber than Double J? No, absolutely not. But they're not going to come out and tell you, oh, by the way, we screwed up. Right? And again, shouldn't we expect this? 
hey, when you make a mistake, we always teach our our kids, right? When you make a mistake, own up to it. Learn from it. it hello. Don't make the same mistake twice. That's all they do. They make the same mistake over and over and, and promise that they haven't made the mistake, which is printing too much money. Now, our currency is done. The dollar is done. It's over. It's gone. This is what this whole Russia, you know, uh, China, if you invade Taiwan, we've already agreed that Taiwan is part of China. That, I mean, that's what we've agreed. We've always said it. So why would we tell the Chinese what they can or can't do within their own country, right? Because that's what we like to do. Why do you think we're in this mess, right? Well, what, I mean, Russia, Ukraine, what business do we have being there? You know, one difference from the uh, the 70s, Joe, is is the amount of debt we have now. So I, I keep going back to that. Uh, well, you sta- can't print anymore. you got to get rid of the currency well, now. Once, I, I, once that happens. I go back to that State of the Union address where the Pentagon tells Congress before Biden speaks, this is a 10- to 20-year war. Well, the inflation in the 70s, well, that was kind of the back end of the 70s. What is that, maybe six years, eight years of inflation, Joe? And, and, it, and it kind of, I guess, sort, sort of cooled down in the 80s. I think that's why they said 10 to 20 years, because this war is, is sort of a, real, a pressure valve, a release valve, you know, to, to, to help with the inflative status that we're going to be running into for, I think, I think you're right. We could have inflation for a long time. It's, it's, people really don't understand it. And I, even though I try to explain it as best I see, this is, see, this is what I said. They're smarter than I am. Because if I was smarter, I would be able to explain it better. Okay, this isn't a, oh, I, I'm guessing, or I think, or maybe. You guys know me well enough. I've been doing this for two decades. Believe me, I've never, ever seen this like this. There is nothing in stockpile. How about today, this morning? Uh, part of why the Dow's up 600 points. Uh, President Clown is uh, saying, hey, you know what? I may release emergency heating oil and diesel reserves to try to bring down the price. And again, you can if you if you just want to not have anything in reserve. I guess you could look at look how well that's worked at the strategic oil reserve, yeah. right? We're at the lowest level since 1987. Oil's still 110. Yeah, the gas prices came back for a little bit and then came right back up. China has just barely started, re- and really, they've actually haven't started reopening. They are talking about reopening. Wait until it happens. I still think we're two or three weeks away from them actually reopening. They just see now that now China's in a little different boat. They had never they didn't have interest rates at zero. Friday, they made the largest rate cut in Chinese history on Friday. China's not playing games. When that when when they finally say go and the economy reopens, I don't care how much diesel you release from the reserve, it's not bringing down the price. As a matter of fact, on the East Coast, they're saying from Washington D.C. to Baltimore to New York City, diesel's well over six dollars again. I'll say this, by the way, uh, and it's going to make Arizona mad. Do you know gas is a dollar cheaper here? It's a dollar a gallon 
cheaper here for a while. <laughs> you guys, I saw the sign right here on the yeah. corner of Johnson on the new yeah. gas station, four nineteen. Diesel price. I was late part was the diesel. You're only like twenty cents cheaper than us. Yeah. You're like I want to say it was like five thirty nine. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, it, it's a worldwide economic system. This isn't just the Fed or just the the, uh, the Euro, European Central Bank or the Bank of Japan. These guys, these are the cartel, and and China has the the second largest economy, and they have the only ability to cut rates and try to pull that stunt. Joe, it's kind of interesting how it almost it almost seems like if China gets to zero, maybe that's the end of the whole thing, right? Maybe when they go to zero, right? Well, here's the funny part. As they're stimulating, we're trying to get demand destruction. Mm-hmm. See, see where the problem is. Yep. Anything that we reduce through demand destruction, China's going to need, and we're in that horrible boat. This is why I said this is not like all the other times. So, what happens when you run out of rope? Right. Well, well, what's the, more debt? What's the solution? More debt. What's the solution? More debt. Right? Up, oh, economy slowing down. We're in a recession. More debt. We're in a recession. More debt. We're in a recession. More debt. Wait, we can't do the more debt. Well, then what do you do? I know new currency. You better have some weight in that portfolio before that happens. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. And and how about this? So the Biden administration, clowns, just clowns. Remember they were on this campaign about the evil oil companies? First, they were dragging them in front of Congress and complaining about how they're not drilling on these leases. Remember that, Jason, right? And and now it, 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 it hasn't ended. Remember, and then last week, oh, we're passing legislation about you gouging. And the oil company's like, what are you talking about? We don't even set the price for oil. That's your banker buddies that do. We don't do that. Right. Right? we got to live with whatever price. I mean, think about if you're in the oil companies. So let me get this right. Uh, we're horrible people. Yet, don't you remember uh, oil went below zero? Remember when oil went below zero for a minute? We had to deal with that. And then, yeah, you know, but somehow we're in charge of the price. Yeah, we let the price go below zero. Right? And, and that's what I mean. I mean, it's, it's just... Right, Idi- idiocracy. Here's the problem: half of the people in the country are like, "Yeah, oh, they're so evil." As they drive their car to work every day, as they turn on their their air conditioning during the summer or their heater during the winter, and yet they're so evil. Well, guess what? Apparently. The Biden administration, of course, they did it over the weekend, but you know this is why I'm here. Uh, they had to admit that the, ready for this, I, and I'm not making this up, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, you got that right, they uh, apparently had a miscalculation that has been responsible for this massive backlog and oil companies getting the green light 
to actually start drilling on these leases. Yes, uh, apparently in 2021, the Biden administration had these new regulations. You know, that's what government does. That's why we got to get rid of this government. The department manager, all that stuff. Let the states take it over. But, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. Well, apparently, this new regulation, you know, someone, let me tell you what that means. Someone built a really fancy Excel spreadsheet and put the wrong formula in the spreadsheet. And because of the wrong formula, it was essentially saying, nope, you can't drill here because it's got environmental issues. Right? You know, I don't know what, who knows what, but no, yep. Yep, too, too risky. And the oil companies were going, wait a minute, every single lease is too risky? Well, apparently over the weekend, the Biden administration had to admit, uh-oh, someone made an error, or did they make an error? Why do I feel like someone did it on purpose, right? One of the tree huggers, you know, right? right. So apparently the oil and gas companies weren't being a-holes. It was actually the Biden administration. So think about that. Think about how much more. I don't know how much we're now. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, well, if all of this got approved, that oil would be $70 a barrel. It wouldn't be. But but at least it could be something. They could pump as much oil as they want, Joe. Well, they that's should... the frustrating part. All of us know. Anybody $25 that knows, a barrel. $20 anybody a barrel. that knows about oil discoveries and natural gas discoveries here in the United States knows. We could have dollar gasoline if we wanted Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yep. We just choose not to. And and this is just another example of the idiotic regulation. And and the funny part being, man, I, I just were Jen Pisaki and Joe Biden, you know, when he goes out there and he starts whispering. Right? When he does that, you know, I don't know he think I don't know why he thinks that's something cool or something someone told him to whisper. Come to find out, these clowns themselves were holding all of this stuff up. I guess that's how he puts it. He gets his point across. You know, that's that's his, that's that's his way of. Oh, hey, I'm really serious. I'm going to drop my voice really down. Is that what it is? I think that's maybe what when it is. I do it, I start yelling. Right? He starts whispering. Right? You 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 know that's when the lies really come out. But uh, you know, and again, I I just point this out because this is the problem. The problem is. The bankers in the government. People sit there and say say to me, and they say it to Jason as well, well, you never say what the solution is. We say the solution almost every day. Get rid of the central bank. Yep. Get rid of this big government. This is the problem. That's the solution. You know, the funny thing is they're controlling the scarcity of oil, which would be, that would free prices and take down inflation and all kinds of, you know, cheap Cheap abundant energy is what what runs the world, and it's it's funny when they're. See, they think it's cheap paper money. Oh, I know, and that's the problem. Well, 
And it's funny when they're trying to create this scarcity and then uh, a so-called empty field of oil starts pumping oil again out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's like, I can imagine like, man, wait a minute, we can't have any more oil. Why are these, why are these, uh, these drills back online? Why, how, you know, cause that's the way it works. You know, oil is a, is most likely a, a, uh, a refilling itself type of commodity. It's there for us to use. Yeah, and and again, uh, I'm just the the point of that story isn't about you know, hey, we 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 could have energy independence. Of course, we could. We, they choose to, the government has chosen not to for us, right? Let's face that they've chosen not to for us. But if we really let's face it, if we really wanted cheap energy, the whole world would run on nuclear because that's the cheapest energy there is. But most efficient. You know, hey, problem is if it gets out, it kills a lot of people. So, you know, what do you do, right? Well, I'm going to tell you what you do when a money collapses. You own gold. That's what you do. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Welcome back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. The number to call for gold and silver, 800 951 We're wrapping up this uh, Monday show with Joe here in Colorado and and uh, you just stay tuned. We got a uh, half empty cup of Joe. Yeah, and Jason, I was typing a message to the girls in Phoenix. Uh, I just got an email. We were actually weren't going to even have a special today, and I was warning. What did I tell you Friday? Did I tell you twenties were going to be twenty one seventy five? Sure enough, twenty one seventy five. Gold's up another eleven bucks here uh at eighteen fifty two. Silver bumping up on twenty two dollars. The Dow. Up 600 points. We'll see how the rest of the week goes. Uh, uh, but I, I, I'm a sell every, uh, instead of buy the dip now, it's gonna be, uh, sell any, any activity on Wall Street as margins are being crushed, as the too much paper, uh, problem exists. But we've got, this is a deal and, and it's great, uh, just a great opportunity. So a regular 20, which those are available, twenty dollar Liberty, twenty one seventy five. But there's a hundred Mint State sixty three Liberties, and if if you follow the graded gold market, I know a lot of you don't follow the graded gold market. The only time I tell you to buy graded gold is when I put it on sale, because you're not paying these ridiculous premiums. That, that most of these other companies have. But at Mint State 63, Jason will tell you this, the Liberties get a lot more expensive than the Saints. A lot more. Sometimes a Mint State 63 Liberty versus a Mint State 63 Saint can be two or three or four hundred dollars more. Uh, right now they're, they're, they're closer together, but the 63 Lib always, always carries a premium over the Saints. We've got a hundred of them. At $2,225. So that's only 50 bucks over our, our really, you know, our nice looking regular. So you can buy either our, an ungraded Liberty, you know, 2125, but you think about it, then you got, you got VF, you got XF, you got AU, you got BU, Mint State 60, Mint State 61, Mint State 62, Mint State 63, you're going up eight grades for 50 bucks. And the reason for the uh, the, the Liberty design uh, being so such you know more rare than the St. Gons is it's kind of a back it's they got an opposite thing you had from 1907 to 1933 that's the St. Gaudens well there was less of those made so just to have one of those is is a little more rare than the the uh, 
liberty design. But then, because the, the liberties were more, more heavily circulated, to have a higher grade is harder because, hey, those newer coins, the St. Gaudens, you can get higher grades right. a little easier. I think there's, what, one Mint State 67, maybe maybe a handful Very few, yeah. uh, of the liberties and Mint it's, State it's a, it's a soft metal anyways. Right. right. Yeah. Gold's, yeah, people don't realize gold's a soft metal. These are really at the higher end. PCGS and NGC, and this is, you know, for you graded gold uh, people, you know, those are the two, be- these are the best of the best here. Uh, we've got a hundred of them at twenty two twenty five, and like I said, I don't run graded gold unless I can get it at a price that is similar to ungraded. And we're here, you know, going up eight grades for fifty bucks. I mean, that's like six dollars a grade. That's nothing. Just to get a coin graded is like thirty bucks now. So you yeah, know, it might be more than that. I know. I haven't checked lately. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out a number. I think maybe it's close. I don't know. Could be more. Yeah, I think I graded some coins a year and a half, two years ago, and I think it was 30 bucks then. Yeah, so uh, there you go. 800 951 592. 